Welcome to the Genre Cult Podcast. Discussions and opinions on obscure electronic music micro-genres. Today they will probably discuss something that is not even a thing. We in here. Yeah boy. Twenty fifteen. Welcome. We back. Genre cult. Genre cult. We are a show about uh, subgenres of electronic music. I am. I am Eugene. He is Eugene, and I am Alex. Uh, and together we are genre cult. What are we doing this time? Uh, Maharaganath. I'm, I tried to say that as I, best as I could. I, put my I shamelessly on. threw to you quickly because yeah. I wasn't even going to try to pronounce it. Mahraganat. Yeah, like I f- that that H definitely has that Arabic spitty. <laughs> the hakana in it. The hakana. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I can't do it. No, I can't do it either. It's uh, too late uh, at night for that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's 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 a it's a genre. Mm-hmm. Egypt. Yes. Egypt is where we're where we're looking to. And we do like a regionalized genre. Yeah, yeah. And this said it before. This is definitely one of those, you know, we we've we have gone through our, our different things and there's always I guess there's that thing that there's the I guess the most common kind of ones at the moment is it's like the internet born aesthetic based genre. Yep. Then there's like the regionalized genre. And then I feel like about the only other one is the like referencing kind of genre where they go to like just throw back something that's yeah okay some kind of pre or just like it borrows ideas from other things and, okay and makes, maybe I don't I know if that like one really exists mm. like as a as a thing well like, and maybe there's more yeah I feel no I feel like there's definitely the the faithful reproduction of things that have gone by and yeah yeah that, that's a that's a third category. Yeah, yeah, because you have your new whatevers. Yeah, right? sure. <laughs> <laughs> we could just we could just talk about this for a couple of hours, right? We could. I like. I feel like it's good for the show to not just be about one thing. Because yep, you know, sometimes there was a uh, our our friend Adam Harper. Uh, actually, mm. did you see his Health Goth article? No. Talked about Health I'm Goth. I'm excited that there is one. Health Goth as music. Uh, so on our very first genre cult show, we had Adam Harper in. And he was talking about the new thing of genres that genres don't really exist mm-hmm. as they used to, pointing to sea punk, vaporwave, and all that stuff, and how it's even more just digressing into yeah. aesthetic as correct. And he cited examples like the whole co- what he was calling kawaii at the time, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, which- and it's yeah, it's like aesthetic as genre, where it's not yeah. The importance isn't the music as much. And in this case, he was doing a music blog article about health goth. Yeah. And he's saying it's not really connected to music, yet musicians are involved mm. in the creation of a lot of the imagery and the people that did the page. Interesting. Very interesting. But uh, nothing to do with Maharagana. Nothing at <laughs> all. <laughs> so, uh, we should maybe, I guess, uh, just tell mum what it's about. Yeah, please. And then... Uh, We'll move on. Is it okay on speakerphone or should I put it on that? You Uh, can hear me okay? Yeah, you sound fine. Yeah. You sound totally fine. Uh, So, yeah, this month we looked at a genre called Mahraganat, which I think I'm saying it wrong. 
but Mahrakhanat. <laughs> Mah- yeah, or something like that. Is it Indian or something? Uh, Egyptian. Yeah, Egyptian. so it's an it's an Arabic word. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's an Arabic word that means festivals, or and so it's kind of like um, festival wedding music type stuff. But uh, it's the kind of new electronicy version of that, um, which ends up sounding well, no, not sounding, but it ends up being a lot like kind of an Egyptian version of hip hop or rap. It sounds really cool. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's there's, not? No. Or one of those, what there, there's just, it? yeah, there's just I lots of... I might really of, like it. Yeah, you might. There's lots yeah. of lots of auto-tune on the vocals. Um, yeah, and some of the Arabic stuff has sometimes got those little um, steel drums rather than a ceramic drum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but that yeah. Was, and is it like rappy? Yeah, but it's almost like more sung, like the sung raps, but with auto-tune on the singing. Um, Is it a bit like those Indian rajas or what are they called, Indian? (laughs) Like scales, the the ragas. I guess, yeah, there is a bit similar with Indian music, I think. uh, But, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not exactly the same. There there is quite quite a distinct thing, but it... There is definitely that um, initial foreignness when you hear the singing because they'll be singing in Arabic scales and things like that. So, you know, how I don't know, when you hear that, it always sounds just a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not used to it. Yeah. And so, um, is this being played on our radio or is it an Egyptian No, definitely, definitely not on our radio. Um, And even in Egypt, it's kind of looked down on a little bit the only way i can think is like in a similar way to maybe like gangster rap or something like that but even i mean gangster rap's big now it's it's almost like before gangster rap was big um like when people used to kind of think it was trashy or whatever um yeah it is seen as the kind of so maybe it's a bit like um revolutionary sort of or you know what I mean maybe that's play it yeah definitely well it's yeah it's starting to um starting to break out a little bit more and yeah even though it's not widely accepted it's um yeah uh, uh, music of the streets okay yeah and by that do they play it on the streets or do they play it in clubs or uh yeah so at at weddings and things like that, where oh, these really? people, yeah, where these particular people do shows. Um, so because it's this has got like festival to do with your computer sort of music. Uh, no, but it is electronic sounding. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't put electronic music. Well, it, electronic in, in the way that you know, a uh, wedding, as in. You know, a wedding wedding celebration in those countries are really huge events where everyone's, you know, jumping around with their hands in the air type dancing. Okay. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, that kind of music, like really festive. Yep, yep. High energy. And the electronic part is 
kind of just the, you know, the, even just the drum programming and things like that. So it's not a live drummer. It's, so it doesn't necessarily sound, well, yeah, the electronicness isn't really, you know, from real synthy bleeps and stuff like that. A lot of the time it's a little bit more subtle than that, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, apparently gets played in taxis and stuff there a lot as well. Oh, okay. It's that kind of... It's. Oh, I mean, it, it almost sounds like what you'd expect a kind of Egyptian pop music to sound like. But yeah. it's just a bit rawer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to hearing some of it. Cool. Yeah, I will send you some links. I'll email you some things. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine driving along in a taxi with some of the music playing. <laughs> it brings back memories of travelling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you a Satanist? Are you involved in some kind of cult? Thanks, Mum. <laughs> yes. Good. Uh, so, yeah, Maragana is is just, like, really Egyptian rap. Mm-hmm. Is is kind of the simplest thing, right? Like, yeah. Okay. But I th- th- I f- there's more to it than that. There is more to it than that. But like, I think at a base level, that's that's the thing. But then, I mean, oh, we'll we'll play a track in a moment. I'm trying to think of what we'll start with. Um, I feel like it, actually tons of the tracks are by a particular that that I'm going to play are by a particular MC called mm-hmm. Sadat. Uh, who seems to be the most prolific in this this sure. particular style, um, and yeah, it's it's basically um the the way I I can kind of see it is it's guys that were taking because uh, it, it translates as festival like that yeah right yep, means yep. means festival, um, and yeah, it's kind of these guys that were taking the classic shabby. Mm-hmm. Street, which is just like street music of mm-hmm. Cairo and whatever, and that's like and a rhythmic device or a melodic. Yeah, device I'm, or I'm pretty sure it's like a rhythmic, thing, sure, like yeah. the the backing rhythmic kind of part of it. And then they were taking that, they were making it more electronic. So it, it sometimes gets referred to as electro shabby. But, <laughs> awesome, but <laughs> I'm already into it. Yes, yeah, so that's like. Electro Shabby is not what we do. Okay. We do, we do Maharaganat. Damn and right. like, I, I, the only way that I can feel like his distinction is, is that it's like specifically a lot to do with the lyrical content, mm-hmm. a lot to do with <laughs> the auto tune. Yeah. I yeah. I, th- I, I, I was uh, wanting to get it, get to that. Yeah. So the auto tune is outrageous, isn't it? It's so and I think weird. part of that to, a, a, you know, western ear like yeah. ourselves is that it is that arabic scale yeah yeah definitely. that has that you know auto-tune to it yeah so those jumps seem so so yeah pronounced. there's lots of yeah. lots of barriers to entry for a western ear i think that's fair warning. to say fair warning uh, yeah but yeah let's let's play this first track um which is by sadat and it's called fuck i lost my slipper is the <laughs> like translation um we'll get back after this and talk about why that's amazing (laughs) 
Fills. Yeah, we're just saying off mic that, yeah, Alex, particularly big fan of all the ridiculous fills there. Yeah. And so much percussion that's just. And like weird little triangles and stuff. So overly quantized as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like deliberately electronic more than like what your kind of standard, I guess, played on a drum kit or something. It totally evokes that, you know. Demo mode on a (laughs) keyboard type vibe. Definitely. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, that track, Fuck I Lost My Slipper, apparently the first uh, Egyptian song to like go out and didn't really get played on radio or anything that much, but Mm -hmm. the first kind of released Egyptian song that had a swear word in the title, apparently, Claim to Fame. Right. Um, And yeah, that's kind of one of the big things with Maraganut that... Like you end up coming across is just that in general people don't uh, it's seen as trash music basically <laughs> like real really looked down upon and the, the I did pl- I did talk to a mate at work <laughs> I think I was telling you earlier yeah, yeah made it made of mine uh, Egypt uh, born. And Brad uh, asked him about his opinions on the matter, and he he had not good things to say about <laughs> any of it. And I, I would consider him to be a f- oh fairly uh, you know open individual, open to the different genres and yeah. such. Yeah, nah, not into it, not having any. Uh, yeah, so it is it is seen as that real trashy kind of music. And uh, Sadat is from, I guess, a particular crew that are like outside of Cairo in a fairly rundown, dodgy ghetto area called yep. uh, El Salam City or something of of the thing. Uh, and that's, yeah, like definitely this kind of ghetto area and part of what he talks about is trying to represent the streets and stuff like that. Um, but then... Yeah, the other side of it is there are other artists. Um, there's these ones called Oka and Ortega. I think we'll play a track of theirs. Uh, and then we'll go back to some Sadat. I think, like, there's a whole bunch of Sadat. But, yeah, I'll play some Oka and Ortega. They're from... And I really want to find out more information about this. But they're from, like... They call their crew the, like, Six Percenters or something. <laughs> and <laughs> Go on. Yeah. I, I really don't know what it's referencing. But... <laughs> I, they're, they're definitely the more, like, poppier end of the thing. Mm, and, yeah. like, Sadat's, I, I feel like he's, like, trying to be more, like, raw and I'm from the ghetto and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Whereas, yeah, they're definitely a lot more... Even though it's still Maraganut and mm-hmm. the lyrical content's still, I guess, like, slightly offensive and things like that, they're just 
a bit more polished and a bit more. Sure. And yeah. then because of that, there was apparently clashes. There was some interview oh, with the dad that's all just like, oh, didn't you hear about that? Like we had the whole of Cairo fighting or something. I was like, what? <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah okay, maybe. Uh, but yeah, let's let's listen to some Oka and Ortega. Sick, like, fat man scoop sounds in this. <laughs> It's so weird. That man's really good. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole track is strange. I'm not not quite sure what to think of it. Uh, but good. I'd say awesome. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah, percussion the, alone. Yeah, the percussion and then the vocoder and stuff. Yep. So, yeah, definitely, definitely a solid, solid track. <laughs> um, 
we might go to one more um, Sedat and 50 track. Um, so this one, this is where it gets a bit interesting and where I suddenly felt out of my depth, like researching about it. Because there was lots of articles by like British journalists and stuff linking Mahraganat with the like 2013 revolution, blah, blah, Egypt. Yeah, okay. And all the stuff that happened. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't know that much about what happened there. Conce- so, conceivably could be a thing. Yeah. And so that was that was kind of the... They, because this was... I mean, it was rebellious in the way that, you know, they were rapping about things that, like... They were going against the system, which was, you know, very overly... Uh, PC and whatever and all that type of stuff so um, yeah it definitely like post revolution was when it kind of started becoming bigger because Mm. there was less um, you know they they were able to express themselves this way but I, I really feel like yeah there was a fair bit almost too much in a lot of these articles like saying how it's like these guys were like in the front line, like, fighting for freedoms and stuff. I feel like they're okay. just dudes that were living <laughs> in Cairo, and especially, like, Sadat and those guys that were in the, like, poorer areas, a lot of the times just weren't directly involved with the revolution from the looks of it. It's like, mm. realistically, it was like... I think the parallel to punk music's a bit like that, right? Like, yeah. that parallel gets drawn there a lot in the UK, punk movement. Yeah, whereas it was just... Dudes who like, like were angry a bit, off. And, yeah, like exactly. they yeah yep. didn't necessarily, and so I think the track that really uh, kind of uh, solidifies that a lot is um, this track by Sadat and Fifty called um, Five Pounds of Credit," which yeah. effectively the lyric like repeats a couple of like revolutionary slogans like. We want the downfall yeah. of the blah. We want this. We want that. And then, like, the final line is, "We want five pounds of phone credit." Okay. And so seems reasonable. It's like <laughs> basically, I feel like I hadn't fully understood like a lot of what was behind the lyrical content of Mahraganat. And after I heard that, I was like, uh, "Parkastic smartasses." <laughs> yeah. That's that's like what part these guys the, are. Yeah, they're just them. like. Yeah, effectively, and I feel like humor is is a big part of what a lot of this is. Like, they're just, you know, being obnoxious. Yep. Dudes. We, we see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's let's have a listen to this. Uh, sit out in 50. The old five pounds credit.
something something sure yep <laughs> something something i yeah i i do think that while yeah while there there was obviously like political intent behind what it is it, it is definitely that thing more of people just living that's like In that the stuff was happening yeah yeah so they're gonna they're gonna put that in their music and that's like yeah, something that kind of comes up again and again with with a lot of the uh, a lot of the rappers and things like that. But uh, what we might do now is we've got to talk to uh, uh, Maraganut producer who produces stuff and raps, uh, yeah, and lives in New York and has lived there for some time, but is from Egypt originally, and uh, him and his friend, yeah make Maharaganat. They came across it and decided to, to do some and uh yeah, it's it's actually interestingly different from um a lot of the other stuff that I heard in a way. So yeah, I might play a track and then you can have a listen to some of the interview. But uh it was Michael that we were talking to from Tamar and Michael. It's an interesting thing that it seems to always be like some people like Oka and Ortega yeah. Sadat and 50. Interesting. Oh, 50, by the way. Yeah. Named after his favorite rapper, 50 Cent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> did, did see some similarity, not going to lie. Um, so that's weird. That is weird. Like, it's strange that they that getting yeah, yeah, getting influences from hip-hop yet being so distinctly. Yeah. I've, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... But is it, though? Yeah, well, see, that's it. It's not know? like to our ears... Heaps. Heaps. But, but then you think about it and like, yeah, it's, it's a raps and it's on a raps. beat. Yeah. And the beat's a little bit different in that, you know, the points that it has crescendos at are a little bit different. Yeah, you know, yeah. The rhythmic and like structure's different. The instrumentation. Totally different. Yeah. And scale, so, you know, yeah, melody, yeah. totally different. Yeah. Language we don't understand. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's definitely the barrier for entry right there. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a lot happening in the lyrics that. I feel like we don't get. Uh, but yeah, anyway, this is a Tamar and Michael track called Aflam. Uh, and then, yeah, you'll hear the interview.
welcome to Genre Cult. I guess we'll just start off if you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do in the in the music world, at least at first. Sure. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, so pretty much, um, pretty much, we are two Egyptians. We live in the United States of America, um, in uh, in New York in particular. Yep. Um, pretty much, we've been living here for about 16 years. We came here when uh, we were about 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Tamer. Yep. Uh, pretty much, when we came here, um, we barely knew English, uh, but we were very uh, we were very interested in in the hip hop culture and uh, you know rap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, recently, about five years ago, in Egypt, uh, since the revolution. A new type of music uh, started appearing. It's uh, they named it Mahroganat. Uh Pretty much, it's a very similar atmosphere to hip hop, but it carries the Egyptian culture rather than American culture. So it's not it's not like rap. It's more um, what they call in Egypt shabi, which is like um, popular music. Yeah. Um, so since we started listening to it. Uh, we thought this is pretty much the same as hip hop, but uh, with the Egyptian culture involved. So we we seen it, uh, you know, in its early stages. We uh, we liked it, but we we thought it wasn't perfect. Uh, so we we thought maybe it's it's a good idea for us to to get involved in. So where you moved you moved to America as teenagers. Um, yeah. Was your I, I guess um, your introduction to Maragana in that case was and sorry my accent and pronunciation is probably strange um not at all not at all <laughs> um yeah so you were probably introduced to it just through uh still having connections with uh, Egyptian culture and things like that or uh, like where where were you first kind actually, of actually uh, actually thing? I've never I've never heard the music from anybody yeah. I actually found it on YouTube by chance. Yeah, right. And uh, the first track I actually heard was for Oka and Ortiga. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with their names. They're very famous uh, for this type of music in Egypt. Yeah. Um, so when I when we first heard them, it was like a mix of comedy and reality. Um, their music was pretty much uh, very street-like. It showed a lot of, you know, they spoke a lot about drugs and and girls and stuff like that, which is very uncommon in the Egyptian culture mm. um, because they're very conservative. Uh, they don't like talking about stuff like this and they really care about what people think rather than what they like or what they want to do. So that was to us shocking. So that's what really made us interested in, the, in this type of music in particular. Yeah, yeah. Um, that That is definitely something that I, I came across like is do you think currently even the kind of view within Egypt towards this music has like as an overall is it seen uh, negatively or very very negatively um, yeah. from every uh, out of 10 people I, I would talk about Maragonatu from Egypt yeah. at least at least Half of them would say that this is garbage. Yeah. Uh, that this should not be, this is not music, it's not art, it shouldn't be allowed to be broadcasted in any type uh, form or, you know, it shouldn't reach the media at all. 
which is mm. uh, which is something that we completely disagree on because yeah. i i believe that uh you know us as humans we have the, uh, we should have the freedom of expression and the freedom of speech and and these things bring upon better things to everybody even though it might you know carry uh you know the, the atmosphere of drugs and crime and stuff like that but this is stuff that really happens in real life so by shining our eyes and ears to it and not thinking it's not there it doesn't really uh, stop it from happening yeah so so i think it's actually it, it, it's it's a good thing that people can speak their mind and and talk about these things so maybe somebody we can actually get involved and resolve these problems that we all experience that's that's definitely the kind of uh vibe that i got from from a lot of the things that i was reading um just yeah. that it's yeah it's it's not necessarily widely accepted yet it, yet in a in a kind of popular sense it's correct it's kind of yeah that almost like music for the masses type type stuff which is I, like I wanted to say something uh, like a lot of people that I also spoke to uh, they would say you know why are you, are you guys doing Mahaganats why don't you guys do rap you know yeah <laughs> and I always answer back saying that we, we don't want to imitate a culture that is not us mm. I want to use the Egyptian culture and mix it with the American hip-hop and create something original mm. which is at, at the end of the day it, it is Mahaganats but that's not how they view it yeah. I mean, from my point of view, I see Mahaganats as rap. Yeah, from yeah. their point of view, they think rap is something superior. Hmm. But the problem is, a lot of these people don't really understand what's being said in these rap songs. If they if they actually understood the the songs, they would think Mahaganats are are actually better. <laughs> You're obviously not uh, speaking Arabic. It's one of the like uh, kind of. Uh, barriers to entry to listening to a lot of Maragana, I think, because yes, I agree. Through, through listening to a lot and, and not understanding Arabic, I I get that there's quite a lot in the lyrical content that uh. is just totally going over our heads. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, listening to it from a purely like musical and production point of view, um, there's quite often actually not even that much that's delineating track from track which i'm sure is what people think of when they listen to a lot of hip-hop and don't understand I english <laughs> i agree yeah um but yeah at the same time um there's there's definitely um something something to a lot of it and yeah i have been i've been enjoying listening to it uh, <laughs> see that that's uh something i get from a lot of people too they would listen to the music and they're like wow this is really cool even though they don't understand the language <laughs> yeah so yeah. It, it seems like this type of music is, is is meant to be successful it's supposed to happen mm. what would you say uh, like i see especially mainly i guess in a lot of kind of english music writing on the topic that it's sometimes the uh kind of term ragana is used in conjunction with like electro shabby or shabby uh, music um yeah do you want to just kind of talk about what the main differences or the kind of delineations that people draw between between those yeah so from one of what from what i know so far about mahaganauts yeah the way it started is pretty much by uh people uh, were using uh, you know pr computer programs uh, particularly uh 
particularly uh, a program called Acid Pro. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very widely used program to make the type of music that they use to, to sing Mahargonauts. So uh, this type of music is pretty much a mixture of electro and uh, Arabic type, uh, you know, uh, drums. So that's why they mainly call it electro shabby. Mm -hmm. From there, this is pretty much the beginning of it. Yeah. But now, like for example, us, we're, start we're starting to use uh, rap um, beats and uh, hip hop beats in general, R&B beats, mixing them together with Arabic drums and and it's technically still in the making. So Mahaganas doesn't really have a specific uh, name. I mean, the, the name is is is, is a big thing. Mahaganas is not defined yet. Yeah, I, I see it as a you know, it, it's like hip hop. You have inside hip hop, you have mm. technically you have rap, you have R and B, Lots you have of, all these yeah. types of. So that's what mm. Mahaganas is really is. It's, it's still shaping up, and I see it, you know, in the next couple of years, a lot of different types of Mahaganauts are going to come out. Yeah, yeah. So far, there is mainly maybe two or three main ones. Um, they don't have a particular name yet. Yeah, it's, yeah, It's yeah. very hard to, to label them. In, yeah, in a lot of the writing and stuff that I've seen, a lot of the time they try and, or lo lots of articles and stuff, try and link... Um, and I, actually, you even did mention it earlier, um, and I always kind of found it a little bit interesting in a way, but that they try and link the Egyptian revolution and uh, Mahragana music, yet at the same time, the music itself doesn't seem overtly political, or is it more that maybe it's, it's political in the sense that it is just... You know, speaking things as they are, and not. Well, uh, this is the way I look at it as well. In the beginning, they tried to be political with these kind of songs. Mm. Actually, one of the first Mahaganauts was very political. Uh, yeah. I believe it was uh, Sadat. Uh, I forgot the name of the actual Mahagan, but it it pretty much was about the revolution and stuff like that. But people started signing with you know with it or against it so it created a lot of problems so people chose to stay away from the the whole you know thing with the presidency and mm. and the whole revolution they s s tried to keep it away from the music so they can get the music out there first yeah so technically it is political uh, because of the freedom of speech was uh, something that um, egyptians did not enjoy for over 30, 40 years because of the other presidents that we had, they never allowed people to speak their mind. So in itself, people being able to speak their mind is is political in its own. Mm. So that's why it's it's very involved in that fashion with, yeah. you know, politics. Yeah. Is there any kind of key, um, I guess, like, really huge huge kind of tracks and stuff like that uh, that became widely popular or anything like that or, or even just personal favorites that um, um, I should look out well, for yeah I mean uh, it, it's there's so many of them I, yeah. uh, if I tell you they're the, the best it's probably gonna be from what I've heard so far so yeah 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 I, I don't think there is a best Morganaut yet yeah, I think it's still in the making, but um, the most popular uh, 
singers in this kind of music is Oka and Ortega. Yep. They have a lot of good songs. Yep. Uh, the, my own favorites at the moment are Sadat and 50. Mm -hmm. uh, they seem to be the ones that are getting close to what we're trying to do. Which is make Marganauts more hip-hop-like. Mm. Give it more... Make it more... Uh, I, I can't find the word, but... Uh, you know, just hip-hop has its own type of swag, as you might call it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, uh, Marganauts... Uh, have the same thing and it needs to be egyptian mm. so i i think they're almost there to perfecting it it's yeah. hard to call who's going to be perfect at this at the end of the day it's, it's going to be up to the people's opinion mm. uh, but it, their copy music is very very similar to ours yeah and i think the the big thing to make it cross over is as as you were saying is it uh yeah it, it kind of getting blended just with uh, some things that are a little bit more similar or like recognizable for for a western audience the yes and and once yeah once it it still maintains its its kind of egyptianness i guess <laughs> plus is is a little bit more accessible um i think yeah there, there's definitely a lot of potential for it to cross over i i completely agree yeah. and see the, the thing is with egyptians and they always the go against the new like mm. whenever something new happens they always disagree with it i mean it's common between all countries i don't mm. think it's just it's, egypt no. whenever something new comes up people deny it people uh, you know say this is not it this is wrong and uh, you know i i wish they would give it more of a chance uh i i think if they give it more of a chance uh more popular artists would actually go into it as well for example if i if i think um i think if in egypt uh like one of the most famous uh, singers is Amr Diab. I'm not sure if you heard his name before. But if this guy, for example, made a Mahargan, it would automatically make people love it more. Mm. Because people just go with what's what they're being told from the media. And the media is always, you know, most of the time they're saying that Mahargans are not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're giving it a bad name. I think from my point of view is they're scared. The media is scared. The people that control the radio and the TV in Egypt, they're scared of Mahargonauts taking over mm. because Mahargonauts could be done by anybody. Yeah, anybody yeah. can do this from home. And that would render them useless. Mm. They, so I think that's one of the main reasons they don't want this to succeed. Yeah, it, it definitely does, uh, I guess, um, mirror a lot of similar movements in, in all sorts of different places. Um, which, yeah, is, is definitely exciting, as you were saying. The, the best stuff is probably still yet to come. Yes, I, I completely agree. I think yeah. once um, it gains traction and more people support it, um, it, it, it we're going to see really good things out of this music. Mm. Uh, there's definitely going to be uh, better lyrics, and there's definitely going to be moral stories and stuff like that that people might learn from. Yeah, uh, it's just that people just need to see this with open minds. Mm. They don't need to partake. Like, for example, we have one song that's technically a story about a criminal uh, that tries to rob a bank and escapes from the bank with the money and gets stopped by the cops. And then he uh, he shoots, he, you know, he has a shootout and then he he's, he runs from the cops and they chase him. That's technically the, the whole idea of the song. And we, we kind of did it in a funny way. Mm. Um, but we're getting a lot of negatives 
from people as in like you know this is wrong you're making people do this but in other sense to us this is just a different form of creating a movie in in somebody's head yeah i mean i don't see the difference between watching a crime movie and listening to that song in particular yeah if yeah. anything it's just a different medium it's the same mm. thing yeah i mean that's that's the exact kind of uh argument and uh and, and kind of uh, thoughts that that go to you know all all sorts of um rap music like early Eminem and Odd Future and all those guys have have said similar things it's just like I'm I'm not telling people to do these things I'm just <laughs> telling a story yeah. if, if anything i i mean i was raised on listening to this music and yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the beginning i was like oh this is really bad you know yeah yeah and uh, i mean i turned out to be a businessman i never really did crimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i never killed anyone so i i don't believe that music makes people think mm. do things mm. people do things because they want to yeah, yeah they they might use the music to help them do what they want that i agree on but i i don't think music can make people do things they don't want to do. Mm. Yeah. Um, just finally, uh, I think um, I obviously it's it's difficult to not come across it when looking at, at your music and uh, things like that. But you also make prank <laughs> videos. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. So how did how did that come about? Okay. So uh, like you said, you know, it's not Maragonats is not a very uh, accepted, you know, type of art mm. with Egyptians. Uh, I mean, a lot of people like it, but widely, it's not really accepted. So we thought maybe we can, uh, you know, get these people that don't listen to Mahogonauts to watch our pranks, and maybe, maybe they'll open their minds and listen to our music, and maybe they'll reconsider Mahogonauts. Yeah. 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 So that's the main reason we're doing these pranks. And <laughs> in all honesty, it's becoming more successful than music. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we were expecting that, but uh, I mean, it's it's a process. Yeah. Our main goal is to reintroduce Maragonauts in a different type. Uh, pretty much, what our main goal is to is to try to make Maragonauts seem better to, to the Egyptians, so they can mm. open their minds and and look at it from a different angle. Yeah. Uh, you know, we want to show them that look, we've been raised in America. We have nothing to do with the Egyptian street. We haven't really lived that kind of life. But look, we this is what we want. This is what this is self-expressions. This yeah. is freedom of speech. Mm. Give it a chance. Yeah. Uh, just because it came from the streets doesn't mean it's it's bad for you. It's really not. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, a really kind of great great way to look at the music. I think. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Okay, all right. catch up. Thank you. Bye. All right, bye-bye.
Shimmel women win us like me. Win us like me. Niggas bleed just like us. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that beat the same air as me. Picture me being scared of a nigga that beat the same air as me. Niggas bleed just like us. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that beat the same air as me. Niggas bleed just like us. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that beat the same air as me. Thank you, Michael, from Tamar and Michael. Large track coming the out of yeah, that as well. That that final track, that's definitely one where I came across and I was like, ah, the blending. Yeah. It can happen and it can be really good. Yeah, doing... And yeah, it's like, oh, hang on, suddenly giving me something to latch onto. All the classic, you know, hip-hop devices there throughout. Yeah. Uh, good, good stuff. Do like. Yes. Uh, and they make rad prank videos. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I might like post a link to their channel and stuff. You'll be able to check that out. Um, so, yeah, as uh, we were kind of... I think I do mention in the interview as well the, the stuff about the, the kind of comedy factor and, and just like trying to, uh, I guess just talk about everyday stuff so like we had the political kind of thing uh then yeah there's the the swearing and i feel like we'll just play like this one's slightly more down tempo and it's our philo and mm-hmm. sadat mm-hmm. so philo is yet another guy but yeah this tr- this track's called i'm stoned and apparently it's just like the lyrics chorus is something like i'm stoned get some beers yeah <laughs> like Smoking weed, I'm stoned. Something, something. Seems, seems like uh, a solid plan. Yeah, and I, I guess it's just the thing is, is it's just like Egypt hasn't had this yet. Like mm. they haven't had the people speaking the truth of just like life, hanging out, <laughs> getting blazed, yeah. and having a couple of frothies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like it's for that to be outlandish. Is it's like it's a good thing, and it, like sure. we've done it. Hip hop did it. Yeah. Um. And like, still, uh, like, yeah. I I did mention it in the interview, but uh, the parallels between this and like Eminem, Odd Future, that whole kind yeah. of just like people rapping about dumb shit that they might not have even done, but sure. it's just to offend people. Uh-huh. Almost like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's it's good on you. <laughs> fair, fair go, mate. <laughs> fair cop. Uh, so yeah.
to that. <laughs> um, the real interesting thing, like, because these guys, so this is all happening like maybe a couple of years ago, and they got really big, like in Egypt. Like yeah. I think I sent you that video of the like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a youth TV show. Yeah. And they're doing like doing a show, a performance on it, and the camera work is just like out of control, amazing. <laughs> the guy's just like just crash zooming yeah. all over the shop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Um, and the yeah host gets up and has a little dance with it. It's him. a boogie. It's like yeah, imagine Carl Stefanovic. Yeah, and getting up. Yeah, having a boogie to, yeah. to some sadat and. I guess yeah, like that's one of the things. It's it is supposed to be this like celebratory wedding music. I guess is kind of part that that festival vibe. Um, yeah. And like when you look through some of the YouTubes and stuff, that's kind of w- like what it is. They just put their tracks up on YouTube to like advertise their crew, the like right. play at the weddings, w- yeah, wedding stuff. crew and other crew. Yeah, that's so they pretty can, awesome. Like, and because Are a lot of these videos just like shot on a smart oh well like a lot of the time the video will just be a still with like their phone number and like ah excellent that's so good (laughs) call call for bookings but yeah like it's it's obviously expanded beyond that like that's a lot of how it was kind of starting um and there's yeah there's some crazy footage out there of Sadat's wedding because like what ended up happening is they'd because, yeah, the, the first thing was the fact that, like, there obviously was musicians that would get to play, like, Shelby music and festival music at... Celebrations the, yeah. in general, yeah. And then, yep. so, these guys were just doing it as a way to make money, and it would just have to be them and, a, like, c- CD, basically. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, so, right. like, it was cheaper to get them, and but then it expanded, and when they were big enough... So, like, for Sadat's wedding, apparently, it just became a huge thing. And it was, like, yeah, no the way. footage is just, like, this mad, intense, like, rave, almost. There's, <laughs> like, there's, like, fireworks just, like, going off and, like, just dudes just losing their shit. Like, uh, and as soon incredible. as I saw that, I was, like, oh, maybe I get what, the, like, that there's a thing here. Sure. Like, a bit that more than good. just, like, listening to it. It's, like... Just seeing like a whole crowd of people just like wild out. Fair, fair. <laughs> kind of like, oh, all right. I, yeah, yeah definitely, it. definitely down with this. Um, and so yeah, it's it's kind of big, like weird how big they've gotten. Um, and yeah, I I started to watch a little bit of like there's I think there's been like maybe two movies if not more that are like I don't know who's produced them or whatever. <laughs> like you, it, they're like. They're not documentaries. They're sure. like... I kind of like... Re- no, they're like... One of them is like the retelling of the story of Sadat and 50, like how they started in the streets and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, you know, acted out. Like Does it star them? Yeah, starring them. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like I watched bits of it and I was just like, obviously no translation available. So I'm just like, I'm I had sure it in the background. I'm sure it's entirely accurate to life too. This, this yeah. sounds excellent. Um, I can't wait. It's, it's like, it just like, it's kind of pretty good production values, but at the same time, like not. Yeah, acting and it's, you can just tell it's like oh. a bit off, a bit off. Uh, but you know, it's okay. fun. Hey, and shit! I don't have a movie. Yeah, exactly. Have you got a movie? Yeah, no. Movies have movies. Okay. So yeah, I might play. No, fuck it. Let's. I'll, I'll play the track from the Sedat and Fifty movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> called the the streets are crowded and you can kind of tell where their sounds move like this is effectively just sounds like full like egyptian pop like what you would expect right to yeah can't wait until we get to make a movie yeah yeah <laughs> the story of <laughs> Alright, here it is. Uh, already that guitar. Yeah, it's yeah. Anyway. How's that Spanish guitar though? I know, yeah. yeah. For me, so, so so far removed from <laughs> the other <laughs> Anything, stuff. Anything, yeah. Like, yeah, cracking into a four-four beat, this big big epic chorus, mm. and like the video, they're just like, yeah, you know, spinning. Synchronized I feel like there's lots of spinning. And, yeah, yeah. I think there is spinning. I'm sure there is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's where it's. I, I feel like that's about where it's at now. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the other thing that's, th- that's not a representation of the evolution of the whole scene. No, obviously, oh, obviously yeah. not. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, like, and there's there's a interesting thing that's um, worth kind of mentioning. I I'm not going to play any because I feel like it's it's too much of a and none of it's been released yet, but. There was a project that happened last year where a bunch of these guys went to the UK mm. and a bunch of UK producers went to Cairo. Right. And so it was people like uh, Mum Dance. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to remember. Like, it was a bunch of other grime producers um, yeah, right. and things like that. And they worked with some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Mum Dance has released... There was like with Dummy Mag, I think it was. There was a Mahraganat mix, which is kind of how I first came across that it existed. Even yeah, no shit, um, that's cool. And it's like 
uh yeah mum dance that that mix is well worth checking out because it's effectively some of the tunes he produced plus like some of these guys rapping over grime instrumentals yeah like there's one bit where it's got the take time instrumental yeah what and it's like with maharagana like rappers so this like mega auto-tuned and it's like yeah you can i guess you can kind of suddenly see the the connection even more so like it is you know grime is the kind of underground street music Mm. of the uk and that's the equivalent here. Nice way to frame it, yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so, and that's... Why, why do we think of that? <laughs> where, where were you, mate? Come on. Drop the ball on that one, dickhead. Um, Jesus. But, yeah, that's... Apparently, it was going to be a release, like, towards the end of last year, and I've been looking, and there's just there's no mention of, mm. of any of it, so... We should write a strongly worded email. Yeah, I tried to even contact them, because I would have really liked to have someone from the project mm. talk to us or whatever, um, yeah. but... Yeah, I'm sure something something will come of it. Or there was a weird licensing thing and nothing's ever going to happen. Mm. And everyone's not talking this about it. This is worse for the experience. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a shame. Uh, so, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Nobody something got along. comes of that. <laughs> um, but we, we might just play uh, maybe a couple more tunes. These are just kind of ones, I guess, that I you know, would have stumbled across. Um, this one being Philo again. Um with a track called Minimum and there's there's one little part in this track that's just yeah you'll hear it uh, I'll kind of let it play this this intro is just you know so cinematic <laughs> uh, but you know it, it gets into the actual track in a second yes <laughs> such a juxtaposition <laughs> That intro. Alright, here What? <laughs> what was what? that? What was that? Just hang on. <laughs> hang on. One more time. One more time.
the, this, the yeah. best vocal fill. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, only happens that once. <laughs> That's it. So you know, we almost found the the key to us just falling in love with this genre, and they just yep. teased a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all you have to do. But if they did any more than that, I wouldn't love it as much. Yeah, that's very true. If they just even if they did it twice, out, yeah. I wouldn't love it quite as much. The fact they do it <laughs> once and never again, perfect. Uh, it is. Uh, I think that is kind of key. Um, all right. Let's listen to another. Uh, yeah, actually, I'll just I'll throw in one of these random finds, and then we'll have a, another another chat, and then uh, yeah, we'll go out with with a, a kind of something that's a bit different. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll play this other track. To to be honest, like this is we we've talked about like the issue with like id3 tags and stuff yes. in the past with various uh websites and so there's a website where you can get a lot of maharaganat that's called uh matt beer like m-a-t-b-3-a-a uh, and Cheers. it's all in arabic which already struggle <laughs> not helping us get the um <laughs> Get the like Chrome plugin, so guys, we run we run pretty lean here <laughs> down at Genre Cult HQ. We don't have a team of translators. I, Google I, is our translator, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so you know it does a job, and like there is one link. So I found out what there, there's like a, a couple of different categories. One's actually like called distributions, <laughs> and then there's Go ones on. called populars, okay, which so is uh, festival. So popular fest like. So Shabi does translate as popular. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the the populars are the ones where it's kind of Shabi, and then I think there was a third that was festivals. I have no idea what distributions is. <laughs> I even spoke to our one potential foreign correspondent. Uh, yeah, nothing. Who does read Arabic, and yep. uh, she was like. Got yeah, nothing, pretty much. Really Distributions sure. make sense. Like that's what <laughs> that would kind of translate as. Okay. I'm like, but what, what man? And then, what so I'm assuming that it, it's it's a genre stuff that got press. Yeah. Mm. See, yeah, I feel like whatever, like a direct translation isn't gonna tell us. Yeah, okay. Like like with slang or a genre name, like try and translate grime for someone that Dush. doesn't speak English. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Fair, fair cop. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, tunage. What that means is this track. We don't know. Don't what it really is. know what it is or who it's by. So uh, my ID three tags have the website name and then Magnoon. That's <laughs> whatever that is. Yep. So uh, I thought it was all right though. <laughs> Uh, they said they're the mafia something. I heard that at mafia the start. Mafia D. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, sure.
Mafia D, Mafia Team. We want it to be Mafia Team because it sounds really harmless. Just like a team of enthusiasts of mafioso culture or something. Mafia Team. That's probably pretty close to what's going on. We are Mafia Team. Anyway. Yeah. So that's Buck Rockin' I hope by the end of it, maybe you can hear like. Still got no idea what it is. No, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I don't know. I feel like after listening to a bunch, I can start to maybe like, I can start to see like the differences in the appeal yep. of certain, certain tracks or producers or whatever. Would agree. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm definitely awaiting that <laughs> crossover grime thing. Cause I think that'll get It'd be cool to see more. that. In a context, yeah, yeah uh, that's familiar. That'd be super awesome. Yeah. Um, what I'm gonna leave it with is because this is a bit like weirdly disconnected, but um, there's a, a couple of documentaries and even like a lot of the writing and stuff that covers Maharaganat when they start talking electro shabby and stuff as well. This one guy's name just kept coming up, and that's Islam Chipsy. Okay. And I put off listening to him. Like, while I was listening to other stuff for no particular reason, it was just like I was researching Sadat and all those other guys. Yep. And then I finally looked up Islam Chipsy and I was like, what the shit? This is yes. incredible. <laughs> and you should check out a video of this guy. Yeah. There's more than one. Yeah. So, well, Islam Chipsy is the keyboard player, but as a band, they're called EEK. 
Right. Uh, and so it's him and two drummers mm. uh, who play like either side of him. Yeah. And look, they are kind of playing shabby music. Like the rhythmic patterns and stuff is very similar, but that's hundred percent where the similarities end. Like, sure. Yeah. There's no way that Islam Chipsy would ever call himself Maharagana and mm. vice versa. Like they mm. wouldn't consider him part of the of the movement. I don't think he's definitely pioneering on his own little electronic yeah. e- Egyptian music and like I, like there's obviously other people that are doing similar stuff but I feel like yeah he's definitely onto something and like my prediction for this guy is he's gonna end up at festivals <laughs> all around the world very soon yeah it's like the live show is insane freaking insane he's yeah. like he's got this keyboard technique that has to kind of be seen to be believed. But, like, he's really classically trained, amazing, mm. like, basically, like, that's one of the things that, that an interview I saw with him, he said, like, a lot of the older generation of, like, uh, Egyptian musicians see him play and think, oh, what, what is this? But then, yeah. like, once they actually, like, uh, are watching and listening, they're realizing that he's, like, yeah, very, very trained. Yeah. He's, like... Interesting. Hitting all the like scales and everything, like, and doing it just like spot on. And it, like, for us, even the fact that he's using that music, which is already kind of a bit out for us, mm-hmm. and then he's doing like virtuosic modern stuff on, on it. It's yeah. like, unlike uh, basically anything anything else going. But uh, yeah, he uses a, uh, this Yamaha keyboard. That's uh, he uses like a real distorted kind of almost yeah. like chippy like square wave tone on it. Does sound very chippy, yeah. and it gets real distorted. And uh, I feel like yeah, we should listen to it. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely, definitely look him up. You just if you Google Islam Chipsy, you'll see a bunch of videos. There's there's one I think that's even just called islam chipsy egyptian dj set or something <laughs> and it's not a dj set because he's no. sitting there playing a keyboard but, but he's got know. the drummers and the camera's like right over his shoulder and he just sits there and he like smashes the keyboard it's ridiculous he does this yeah. thing where he almost half dances and like throws his hand up in the air as he's like hitting particular notes Incredible. It's so good uh but yeah so this is islam chipsy uh one of the only recorded releases um which is eek are live at the Cairo High Cinema Institute. Uh, so yes, we'll leave you with this and catch you next time. Genre cult. Genre cult. Thanks. Egyptian. Micro brave. Micro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs>